Hi, I'm Eric, also known as v 47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour and the Starfleet Escape Podcast. You're listening to another great Four-Eyed Radio product. For more shows, check out foureyedradio.com. It's morphin' time! Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. AP's muted. I don't know if she's talking or the door is like very far away. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe she got sidetracked by somebody. Uh, I could barely hear that. Yeah, what was that? AP? You you heard that, right? Like there was like I barely like it, it sounded like her volume was turned all the way down almost. Sorry, the door. Ten miles. Still still low. It sounds door. like you're ten miles away because I yeah. can hear you. <laughs> yeah. Double check your audio settings, make sure it, you're it was like, perfect when right she mic. joined. Yeah, when you joined it was great, and then all of a sudden now it's not. Would be range command without technical difficulties. Technical difficulties every time we record a podcast. Now I'm paranoid. Let me check my settings. (laughs) (laughs) Why do this? Why? Why? Why was I programmed to feel pain? (laughs) (laughs) That, That was Simpsons, right? Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me now? Whoa. Yes. Yes. Okay, you can hear me? Is oh, this too yes. Loud? This is, is too no, loud? This, this is great. Okay, I turned my settings all the way up. Okay. Are you talking normally? Yes. Okay. Yes. You can I sound fine though. Yes. Yeah, you sound perfect. Okay, give me one more second. Let me try something else to see if I can Okay, do I still sound okay? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right, we're going to leave it like that. And I'm going to hope for the best. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it sounds good to me. <laughs> I mean, what else can I do? And now my browser is freezing. So. Oh boy. Well, what the what the, f- the point? <laughs> Technically, you don't really need show notes. Don't I need Netflix though? Oh, you definitely. Oh, yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I was trying to use Edge, and I don't think I use that. I don't usually use that anyway, so. (laughs) (laughs) It'll take an edge off your life, that's for sure. All right, so what the hell's happening now? The way AP said that. That's the name of the news segment. And now we turn to AP with what the hell is happening now? <laughs> I just saw a factoid that said that the actress that played Dex's mom in Masked Rider was only 15 at the time of filming. What? And I'm like, there's no freaking way that's right. Well, she was born in 1967. Oh, well, then there's no way she's 15. Yeah. And let's see, that would have been, uh, Master Rider was 1995. 28? Uh, right? uh, yeah, 28. Where did you see that? It's bull- 4chan, of course 4chan is full of lies. And now, on Ranger Command Power Hour. ay 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 It's the Ranger Command Power Hour! Today on the Power Hour Extra episode 67, Rangers Commentary Wormhole, recorded on September 16th, 2020. 
Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. It's time to Ranger up with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as Trekkie B47. I'm AP, also known as Secret Ranger Fan. And I'm Zach, also known as Hollywood. This episode is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more about supporting Ranger Command Power Hour. Thanks to our $5 and above patrons, Chris P, Steve F, Doug F, AJW, Tyler W, Tyler B, Tyler D, Eric D, Jacob P, Steve M, Liz M, Craig M, Callum M, Mason M, Hassan A, Bo H, Raheem Y, Derek G, and Teresa B for supporting us this month. Ooh. And we're back. AP's back. Yes. You can still hear me, correct? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're all back together for the first time. All three of us back together since uh, episode one hundred and sixty back in May when we did a quarantine catch up episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh... But the last time AP was on, we did the episode extra episode sixty four, the drawn into danger commentary. And AP, you had the great idea to do this uh, history and and wormhole commentary. Yes. Yes, I did. Because you like Trent. I do. He's cool, and I like him. I love the suit. I also just really like this episode. It's kind of corny, but it's fun. Yeah, and um, uh, Jeffrey Prazo, yes. <laughs> he actually does double duty in this what? episode. Yes, that's what makes it fun. Yeah. <laughs> the consummate actor that he is. And this is also the infamous no one gets inside our circle. <laughs> <laughs> the the line's so cheesy that Ranger fandom turned it into a meme and shouts it at each other at any given opportunity at any convention. Yep. Yeah. But before all that, there has been a lot of news since our last episode. Our actual last episode was just a recap of the Viewing Globe. Zach and I were in that. You can view the full stream from the Illuminati. We've got pretty much our last episode just summarized the panels that we were in and participated in. And if you want to view the whole thing, we have links on our website to those specific news items and those uh, videos. But the last time we covered news was in our last extra episode. So a lot has happened since Power Rangers Day and the subsequent couple weeks that have happened. So we're just going to like dive right into it. So first off, Power Rangers officially, finally, officially announced the Dino Thunder White Ranger. This is timely for what we're talking about. As everyone knows, it's been in Walgreens for like maybe almost a month now, but they never officially announced it until September 9th, uh, where they tweeted out the Drago Power White Ranger. The Dino Thunder White Ranger is now available exclusively at Walgreens. And they gave a link to the actual, you can purchase it on Walgreens website. I think we actually tweeted that out like maybe an hour or two before they made their, that link announcement. They also announced that in the same tweet that they apologized for uh, the deco issue, which was the uh, black lines on the helmet. And you can actually go to consumercare.hasbro.com to receive a replacement helmet for free. And obviously this was due to fan reactions regarding the missing pain apps. And we actually have in our article at rangercommand.com, I give full like details 
links on, you know, what they expect and this and that. So yeah, what do you think about Dino Thunder White Ranger Lightning Collection? I wasn't going to get it because of the helmet, but now that I know they're fixing it, I'm probably going to get it. Yeah, I'm really glad Hasbro made the official announcement and said, hey, we know there's issues. Our bad. We're going to make this right. We're going to fix this. Um, mm-hmm. And I like that they've made it so easy to get fixed. Yes. Pretty much every Lightning Collection figure has had maybe like a minor issue here and there. Usually they're pretty easy to ignore. Even Shadow Ranger. I I love Shadow Ranger, but the helmet badge isn't silver. There's like little details here and there, but I'm not Mm -hmm. like stressed out about it or anything. But I think why this was so got such a strong reaction when people saw the figure was because it's such a like distinct part of the design style, not only of the helmet, but of the suit. It's like you said, it's such a distinct part of the suit, the helmet, just the whole scheme. Mm-hmm. But like also, even if you didn't know, it's kind of very clear that something was missing just because it looks like it's unfinished. Yeah. And also there are two separate pictures on the box that show it with the black line. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And famously the picture on the back of the box is actually a render. Like they've done that for most of the things, but that's what I'm saying. Like if you're doing a render, I expect the figure to at least look what it's like on the box. Hell the picture by Tom Whalen, his artwork that shows what the Ranger helmet looks like. So even if you didn't know, you can see two places on the box where it's like, no, a black line should be here. Like something is missing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. L- like AP said, when you see the helmet without that black outline, it just looks off. It looks unfinished. I mean, it looks kind of like a cheap knockoff. And right. so and especially for- since the molding was there too. Yeah, exactly. Yes. You have the molding there, but as, since it's all one white piece of molding without that the black line on it, it just looks bad. So I'm glad it's getting fixed, and I'm I'm definitely going to be picking up a uh, a White Ranger soon. Yes, me too. Yeah, and I would definitely pick that up soon. It seemed like, from what I was hearing, that the helmet replacement program is probably going to go until the end of October. These really shouldn't be hard to find. I know I can still find... Uh, the Gold Shield Black Ranger MMPR that was also the previous Walgreens exclusive. I can still find that in stores in my area. So, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't, I wouldn't like wait on it. Like once they get their, you know, allocation of helmets. And I believe they said that any future runs of this, the deco would be corrected. So you might even find one that is the corrected version if your store gets a newer shipment. Not to worry if you do have one without the helmet painted. Like I said, we've got full details on our site about the replacement program. And it's super easy. I was I did a live chat. They asked me a few questions. It was like, hey, what was your purchase date? And don't worry if you don't have your receipt. Um, as long as you know what day you bought it, it's not that hard. And then they'll ask you for different codes. It's like on the figure like on the bottom of the foot, the vendor code on the box, and then they'll assign you a case ID and they'll say, well, take give us a picture, like upload a picture of you writing down this case ID on a piece of paper and taking a picture of it with your figure. And that's really just to prove that, hey, you actually have the figure and you're not trying to scam them out of a helmet. That's mm-hmm. all it is. 
Yeah. So I am glad that they acknowledge the mistake and they are doing right to correct it. So, you know, hopefully going forward, they can keep in mind important details like that. Yeah. The thing that makes me most happy is, well, first that they're acknowledging the mistake, but also I literally suggested that they do this and everyone's like, they'll never do it. And then they did it. (laughs) And I was right all along. I mean, I don't operate like that usually, but it's still kind of just really nice to be right sometimes. (laughs) Well, it kind of sucks that we've gotten as a fandom so jaded Mm -hmm. about a company doing the right thing because we've gone burned so many times, not just like Saban brands, but in some aspects Hasbro as well. So I think maybe we as a fandom in a whole are just so jaded and negative sometimes that even a glimmer or the possibility of like, hey, maybe they'll do a replacement program for the helmets. How we just kind of like laugh that off and like, yeah, right. When, you know, when pigs fly or whatever. Yeah. When we're so used to disappointment. Right. So I'm glad. I'm glad that they're like listening to people and I'm glad you were right, AP, because yeah, now I'm getting two replacement helmets. I bought two figures. I bought one to eventually give away, but you know, I don't want to give away a figure with the wrong helmet. So they're going to send me two helmets. So once, once we do that, we'll do a contest for that figure. So speaking of the lightning collection, we have wave seven rumors and this was reported by lightning fig PR Josh over there. And this is the quote from his entry in the lightning logbook, which we will link to. We've linked it in the Ranger Nation spotlight we did with him. If you don't know the Lightning Logbook, and if you are a collector of Power Rangers Lightning Collection as a whole, this is a huge, huge resource. Not only to know the history about the Lightning Collection and maybe get some rumors, but it's also a database of, well, which hands come with which figures. So if you're someone that, maybe tosses the box or the accessories tray, then uh, you can still know like which Ranger came with which accessories. So it's a great resource. So this is a quote from his logbook. MCU collector 24 mentioned in his reviews for wave six, some info on possible potential releases for the lineup for wave seven being MMPR green, MMPR white, Dino Thunder red, and a Z putty. And we've had now confirmations of this. There's pictures floating around out there. So that's wave seven. Mm-hmm. What do y'all think about wave seven? Now, MMPR green, I should note, this is the normal version. It's not the silver stripe version that's in the two pack with the putty. I believe he's going to have new hair so more of like mullet tommy (laughs) okay so the only thing that concerns me is the mmpr white because that's already been released yes i feel like i still see it on the shelves Mm -hmm. and i'm just wondering what they could possibly do differently or if it's going to be a straight re-release that's my only like Right. Yeah. If it's, if it's not a straight re-release, I mean, they could do maybe like a new effect piece. 
if they do that, that would not be an, enough for me to double dip. Yeah, same. I, I already have an NPR white. I don't need another right. one. But, like, obviously there are people who didn't get into the collecting right away. Maybe they don't have it, and this re-release is good for them. Yeah. That's the thing, I think, is, you know, you can pick and choose. You're not beholden to buy it just because it's in the wave. Right. Yeah, I think that maybe, I don't know how realistic it is, but I mm-hmm. But, like, my mind goes to, like, original MMPR movie White Ranger, or maybe, like, a White Ranger with a Falcon coin. God, I would love that. I I don't know how realistic that is. It's just, I'm trying to think of something that's, like, that could still technically use the same mold, um, Mm. but still be a little different. So you're saying not, like, a straight, like, different armor movie White Ranger? I mean, maybe. I think that's a little bit less realistic. But right. even just like even just the Falcon coin, that wouldn't be like a totally new mold. They oh, could still use the same thing, but just change right. the coin to a Falcon and say, "Oh, look, this is the White Ranger." Didn't have a coin. He just has that like squiggly belt thing. Didn't he have a? Are we talking about the he... coin on the morpher or the coin in the chest? The ch- coin in the chest. That never changed. That design never changed when he became the White Ranger in the show. That only changed in the movie version. And on Ninjetti. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm thinking of the movie still then. Oh, yeah. Don't mind me. Oh, no, no. <laughs> but you bring up a good point. And this is something I've always wondered about, in particular to the movie Rangers, because I know Saban, when they were working with Bandai, we had those movie figures that were ivan ooze figure for the first time in god since the movie came out you you guys remember those toys right from bandai yeah Yeah, like they were in the bigger collectible kind of old school box yeah Yeah. i don't know if there's some kind of issue with the rights because i know fox owns the movie and technically now disney owns the power rangers movie that's some that, that's some weird ouroboros stuff yeah, going on there yeah <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a good reference um but yeah so i don't know when it comes to the toys if hasbro also has a license for movie toys obviously bandai did because they made those figures but i don't know if there's like some kind of different licensing that is different with the movie because I know every time that they re-release the movie on DVD, it was always some like new logo bootleg looking version. There's always been some weird like Fox stuff with licensing when it comes to whenever they did the movies. And I don't know if that Mm -hmm. extends to the figures. Yeah. I mean like in that vein, would they be able to do a 2017 movie figures? Cause that would be friggin' awesome too. in like a lightning version. That would be, yeah. like, mind-blowing. That's why I'm holding on to my legacy movie figures from 2017, because mm-hmm. I thought, despite they had, like, limited articulation than the rest of the legacy line, the sculpts for those legacy movie figures were awesome. Yeah. Like, they could have used a little bit more paint. Right. other than that, they were beautiful. Yeah, they were. They were. They kind of had that shimmery plastic thing going on. They were just really nice figures. So I don't want to give those up (laughs) if, you know, they never end up doing a lightning version of those. But yeah, this White Ranger, if it's a straight re-release, 
it's not for me and it would depend on what they do differently to re-release it and that's another thing this was the first figure that was announced for the lightning collection when it it debuted at power morphicon 2018 and how would they differentiate the re-release would the box be slightly different because i know all the exclusives get like a color background instead of a white background with the ranger artwork so we'll see what happens We'll see Mm -hmm. what happens. I think I'm most excited for the Z putty and Dino Thunder Red. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Z putty is like my favorite version of putty. When those debuted in season two, they were different enough. I remember when they had that primetime premiere and the Rangers figured out that you have to knock the Z on the chest. And it was, that was just so cool to me. So (laughs) I, I love the Z putties. They're, they're my favorite putty. I'm just excited for Dino Thunder Red because, like, A, I really like Dino Thunder. <laughs> yeah. And B, we did technically get a civilian head Dino Thunder Red figure back when the series first came out. And I'm just wondering wait, how wait, wait. much better the sculpt's going to be. <laughs> wait, what do you mean Dino Thunder Red civilian head figure? We got a Dino Thunder Red civilian head figure. It was way back when the series first came out um oh you mean like the original toys yes and i'm just wondering how much better the civilian head sculpt will be just like how much technology (laughs) has advanced and how much more it's going to look like him i'm at greenranger.com because he's got the power rangers toy guide Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm going it was like it was super rare i just remember not too many people having it and you never see them pop up online either red talking red dino action found it it's the red talking warrior power ranger talking warrior (laughs) let me search on the site talking oh god where did that take me uh talking (laughs) okay red talking warrior power ranger and just what the Oh, this is like the big nine-inch cloth figure. Yeah. Wait, wait, yep. wait, 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 wait. I got a. He only has like one picture, and it's got the helmet on. Oh, there's there's one without the helmet. There's like one with the weird helmet with no visor, and then there's one with like the helmet and like a whole civilian head. Uh, okay, Google is, is like there useless. were two there were two versions, and then there was also oh. a Triassic one. Oh, oh God! Oh, I'm seeing the second one. Oh, that's not. that sounds like a great reaction um yeah so hopefully the lightning collection version is way better because that is trash his eyebrows are so big (laughs) they're like caterpillars it's horrible so yeah i think those two i'm looking forward to the most I'm definitely going to get like the vanilla release of MMPR green just for the paint app and, and whatever. I, I am glad that the two pack was fighting spirit. Cause that's the only way you're going to get that silver stripe. And I love me some silver stripe green Ranger. I, I just love how they did that, that yeah. they actually acknowledged the fighting spirit version. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's a deep cut. One thing about the Z putty, and this was something Chris Long over at Long's Toys found out. So when the putty two pack got released, he noticed in his review, because it comes with an effect piece that loops onto the chest of the putty 
an explosion piece. So it looks like the putty's exploding from the inside out. Mm. Well, when yeah. he looked, when he reviewed that, he saw that inside, so the part of the effect piece that actually faces the chest, there was a perfect circle indentation in that effect piece. And he theorized that it was for the Z putty. Like you oh, could use wow. that effect piece on the Z putty and it would fit perfectly on the circle of the Z putty. Wow. So that was like our first indication that they might be doing Z putty. But then when, when these rumors got confirmed, there it is. Mm-hmm. So there's other, other info, which is out there in space, red and astronoma two pack. Yo, that's perfect. I'm definitely getting that one. Chef's kiss. Absolutely. I hope that she has at least three different heads. I was just going to say she needs a bunch of different heads with wigs. (laughs) (laughs) Or just, or maybe like, um, if not that, just like swappable wigs instead of swappable heads. Yes. Like, oh, oh, what if it's like a hard plastic head with like, like hair with like actual like barbie hair wigs no oh, that'd be hello that would be ho- horrible <laughs> um, i like that idea the only reason i said like maybe a different head was because like her countdown to destruction where she's kind of got like the borg appliance on the side yeah. of her face yeah. and and the short red hair just because that's a slightly different sculpt that they could do uh which i think would be pretty cool it would be especially neat if they did like a third head they did like the purple one they did the red, like, Borg-type one, and then they did, like, a civilian one, a Corone head. Yes. And then you could use that for, for future... pink Lost Galaxy. Yes. Oh, I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, like, her civilian head in Lost Galaxy, and she's got, like, those, like, highlights in her hair, and it's, like, uh-huh. the long, longer, straighter hair. Yeah, that's great. That's a great idea. See, we, we know what's going on. <laughs> One of the other things that was mentioned was that there is going to be a new $30 monster line kicking off next year with King Sphinx and Pumpkin Wrapper. Yes, I'm so excited for this. Yes, me too. So with the $10 more price point, a lot of people were comparing this to the Marvel Legends line when they do larger, more complicated figures like Venom. They're always a little bit more, slightly more expensive. And King Sphinx, I mean, he was in all the promotional material when MMPR was coming out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was everywhere. And Pumpkin Rapper is like an it's iconic. iconic. He's yeah. an iconic meme now, too. I, so. I, I, want him, I want him on display just for Halloween, let alone the fact that he's Power Rangers villain. Like, that's amazing. The one accessory that I want to come with Pumpkin Rapper, I saw someone suggest this on, on Twitter. I, I forgot who it was. But someone said that they should make at least two pumpkin heads yes. that go over the putties that you just bought in your two-pack. Pumpkin heads would be so good. And for the Rangers, too. And for yeah. the Rangers, too. Yeah, it oh. just slips over the, the head. Oh. And so you can replicate that scene from the show. Oh, that would be awesome. I really hope they do that because... There was such great attention to detail in the Lord Zed and Rita wedding pack. 
you know, they had the cake, the crystal. They had her bouquet of flowers. They had everything to replicate that scene. Did they also have the love potion, too? Like And the love potion, yes. That's some obscure thinking. So that's why, with this higher price point for Pumpkin Wrapper, give us some pumpkin heads. Because if you don't have them on the Rangers, at least you've got, like, a little pumpkin scenery that you could have with the figure by itself. Or... <laughs> You could totally replicate that scene and put these pumpkin heads on the Rangers. It's perfect. Yeah, that that would be amazing. And of course, oh gosh, this just this just opens up so many exciting monster of the week possibilities. I'm I'm giddy at the thought of what if we get an eye guy with detachable eyes. Oh, that gross! Oh. But I'd buy it. <laughs> right? <laughs> Absolutely gross. But Yo, I, I nasty want night. It. I would buy a nasty night lightning collection figure. Oh, and then you could battle it with your Zack figure. That's perfect. Yes. Give me a give me a tickle sneezer. With oh, a big man. glass bottle. Robo not, goat? Not really. Oh, oh Robo Goat. Robo Goat. There's no question. <laughs> Robo Goat. <laughs> if they announce Robo Goat, we are going to have Ken on to do a live reaction as soon as that news breaks. No, you'll have to have Ken at a convention signing the figures. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> as Robo Goat. I am Rob Goat. Yeah. Oh, and you can hear that exclusive interview on Ranger Command. Oh, God. Okay. So. Oh, I love it. Oh, so yeah, for any of the news with Lightning Collection, rumors, new releases, check out Lightning Fig PR. You can also watch on YouTube and we'll link to all of that. Now, there's more details on Hasbro PulseCon with the Power Rangers panel. So Unleash the Beast, the cast of Power Rangers Beast Morphers will be reuniting live at PulseCon, sharing behind-the-scenes stories from the set, and talking about what life has been like being a Power Ranger. The panel is moderated by Andre Meadows, who played Hyper Force Blue and is part of Black Nerd Comedy, will feature never-before-seen footage and a live Q&A. If that's not enough, we'll be making a historic announcement, or should we say prehistoric? <laughs> Ranger Nation... If this panel could be summed up in one word, it would be more phenomenal. So we got that press release from Hasbro directly. Unfortunately, they listed Rory Travis as Rory Davis. I actually had to tell the press contact that that was an error. And originally, the cast press release had Christina Ho and Cosme Flores on the panel, uh, Ben and Betty. But then I got like an update a little bit later from Hasbro saying that they are no longer part of the panel as originally listed. So unlike other sites out there, which kind of ran with the typo and the Christina Ho and Cosme Flores as part of the panelists and they never corrected it, we actually took time to correct it and announce that correction. For some reason that got picked up by Google or something and that was a lot of clicks. But actually the panelists are Roy Travis, Jacqueline Zaslowski, Jazz Badawalia, 
Abraham Rodriguez, Colby Strong, and Liana Ramirez. So pretty much most of the cast. I'm actually super bummed that Christina and Cosme are not a part of it. Yeah. Ben and Betty were actually really enjoyable, and I I enjoyed watching their character arc. So it is kind of disappointing that they're not being included when they absolutely should have been. Mm. Yeah, and I don't know the circumstances behind that. It kind of feels like the last PMC when... I know Victor and Monty weren't like the most favorite characters of Ninja Steel, but their actors were at the show and they weren't part of the Ninja Steel panel. Yeah. Which is kind of a snub for them. And think about that as, as an actor on the show and you're doing the same amount of work as the Rangers, if not more, because you're a comedy duo doing, you know, these crazy stunts with food or whatever. Yeah. To kind of like leave them out of it too. And we know, come on, it's, they say live Q and a, but this is going to be a pre-recorded zoom call. Just like every other convention is doing right now during this time. And you can't tell me that you can't fit like two more people onto a, like a live stream. Come on. Mm-hmm. I feel like they might have like the funnest stories to tell or different stories to tell. Cause they're doing a whole their characters are so much different and they're on the different track and they do more of like the slapstick comedy thing. They would have different behind the scenes stories to tell and different yeah. ways to answer the questions. And Not only that, despite Victor and Monty, th- in contrast, Ben and Betty are actual, actually essential to grid battle force in some of these stories because they're helping the Rangers. They're more involved with the Ranger duties. And I feel like, Yeah, I'm not a big fan of all of the slapstick all the time, but that's because I'm, you know, 38 years old. I'm, (laughs) you know, I'm not five years old, so I'm going to eye roll, but I just don't like it because I don't like the way that the two actors are being, oh, I want to say treated, but I don't like how they're being snubbed like that. Mm -hmm. They were on that original press release. We had to go back and correct it. So I don't know what changed. I don't know if it was just a mistake to begin with and they were never going to be part of the panel. But when we tweeted out our correction, you had a strong response from everyone in Ranger Nation that was like, well, they should be a part of it. Mm -hmm. We'll see. I'm looking forward to it. Essentially, this is what they would have done at PMC anyway. Behind the scenes clips. Hopefully we get a blooper reel. Uh, I always love that. And we'll hear some behind the scenes stories and this reveal talking a little bit about PulseCon Hasbro Pulse on Instagram. That's where it's been the most active in getting this uh, information. It's not just the two day panels on the 25th and the 26th. It's almost like a whole week of stuff. So next Tuesday or this coming Tuesday, September 22nd, we're actually going to be getting a sneak peek of the event. And that's at 12 p.m. Eastern. So I think they're going to do like some kind of video teaser of what the whole weekend is going to be about. I'm thinking it's it might be like a five minute kind of like a sizzle reel type of thing Mm -hmm. uh, of what we might get Wednesday and Thursday next week, the 23rd and the 24th at again, 12 p.m. Eastern. That's when the con exclusives go for sale. And for Power Rangers, that's the Lord Draken Evo 3 packaging and suit and all that. I want it so bad. It's so beautiful. Yes. And 
it is limited. All the exclusives are limited to one per person, which hopefully we can get it and it doesn't sell out in five minutes. That would be nice. But if you're a Hasbro Pulse premium member, which was still free when you first got it and they've extended the free. So it's still free for me. I'm still. Yeah, same. So if you are a Hasbro Pulse member, you can actually get that early on Wednesday and they'll open up sales for the con exclusives to everyone else on Thursday. And this isn't just Power Rangers. They've got exclusives for Transformers for GI Joe for all of their properties. So if you are interested in getting one of these, which was probably all these exclusives were originally going to be for San Diego Comic-Con. This is probably your chance to take part of that. Mm -hmm. And then on Friday, the con uh, begins, the virtual convention begins, but the actual Power Rangers panel, like we said, that's going to be on Saturday, September 26th. So a lot of cool stuff happening and we'll see what happens in comics news. Just to give everyone a reminder, Draken New Dawn issue two of this three issue limited series comes out next week, Wednesday, September 23rd. Issue one second printing with the Dan Mora concept cover for uh, the upgraded Ranger Slayer is out now. It came out as the day we're recording this. So if it's the weekend when you're listening to this and you happen to be by a comic shop, and you want this cool second print cover, if you didn't pick up issue one, again, now is your chance. Mm-hmm. And then finally, we're going to touch upon this. Just want to talk a little bit about it. So obviously for Hasbro PulseCon, prehistoric announcement. Ooh, <laughs> I mean, come on. It's going to be Dino Fury cast reveal. Like what else could it be? Because that's the tradition we've had at pretty much every Power Morphicon for the next season. Whenever they do a cast panel for the previous season, at the end of it, they do the big announcement for the cast for the next two years. So I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen at PulseCon. I mean, why would they tease that and, and not go through with it? Well, on September 8th, so Illuminati posted a video and article And then like a couple minutes later, Squall Charleston dropped his video about the potential cast. From what I know, there's some detective work involved, some information that was given to these two sources, and we kind of know who the cast is, probably. Mm -hmm. Supposedly, the Power Rangers Instagram account was following all of these people, And I think on Instagram, they only follow like 70 people and it's all like current actors and stuff for the cast. And a lot of these people were also following some of the like Beast Morphers cast and this and that. So there was some confirmation there. And then when Illuminati and Squall dropped the news on September 8th, I believe that the Power Rangers account on Instagram, like quickly unfollowed them or whatever because now it doesn't show that so there was some detective work by fans there was some sources outside of the fandom that kind of confirmed stuff behind the scenes but i just wanted to talk about it briefly because we've seen a lot of conversations in the last week and a half so what illuminati did and we'll link to both 
releases, but there was no color speculation about like which actor would be which color. And they did not name their Instagram handles or anything. Mm -hmm. Whereas Squall's video, which apparently was filmed a week prior to the release, which he mentioned in the video, he actually did name what color they could be potentially. Again, this is all potential. This is all whatever. We're going to find out next Saturday at Hasbro PulseCon. But Squall also was like, hey, here's their Instagram handles. So I just wanted to talk about that because we've seen a lot of that in the fandom where Mm -hmm. everyone's kind of getting up in arms like, hey, don't bother the cast. Like, obviously, because they're under contract. They can't say anything until an official announcement, which would be Hasbro PulseCon or however Hasbro decides to put that out, whether it's a press release, whatever. Yeah, and it's just super not cool to bug people like that regardless. Yeah, regardless. I mean, that's just like a social thing. Like, you don't do it. You just, mm-hmm. common sense. Don't bother them. They're going to ignore you because they can't legally say anything anyway. That's where I think a lot of the conversation was gravitating towards it, too, where it was like leaks versus what's socially acceptable. Personally, I don't think the Instagram handle should have been leaked. I mean, sure, that's Google their name and it comes up. But I think as a news source, you don't just go, hey, just go to them, bug them. But part of me also was like, well, the cast is going to be inundated with that type of stuff once it's announced anyway. It's just now that they're unprepared to handle that. I'm pretty sure everyone's pretty aware of my thoughts on it because I did that whole like Twitter thread, which. But if they're not. But if they're not, I mean, I don't remember exactly what I wrote off the top of my head, but basically it's like my thoughts were if it's not for like the greater good, then maybe think about why you're doing it. Like why Mm -hmm. you're leaking something if it's not actually for the greater good and like benefiting people. Also, it's just kind of like a privacy concern, especially with throwing out their Instagram handles, even kind of throwing out their names or something like they're It could have like had like fun hints like, oh, there's two girls in the cast, but there's only one female ranger. I guess one of them's going to be gender swapped. Like they could have done like right. a fun hint or something like still kind of a spoiler. But either mm-hmm. way, just the whole linking to their Instagram handles, leading people directly to them like that. You just, you're opening the floodgates. Yes. When they're not ready to deal with the flood. Like they were probably prepared to maybe, maybe they were planning to lock down their Instagram accounts. They're they're just not prepared to be like thrown into the fire like that, that soon. That's not fair. That's not fair to them. They were probably planning all along to be revealed at the end of the month. And they're like, oh, hey, we're going to have like some more time. I can do whatever they need to do for themselves to make themselves more comfortable. And now I don't have that opportunity. And also, it's kind of like, I don't even know if I feel the same way as I did back then about it now, but I still kind of do. What am I saying? Someone made a plan. Like someone, someone at Hasbro put a lot of work into like a reveal plan, marketing it, putting it all together, organizing it. And then you're just kind of like throwing that all away to be first to say, Oh, I know this. Like I know this now and I'm going to tell you that I know it now. And it's like someone at Hasbro just had like all of their hard work, just like thrown away. And 
this isn't like i want to clarify that as well if you don't mind um yeah go ahead but it's less like leaking a spoiler like say like tv guide used to do that and like entertainment weekly like you know like the spoiler columns it's not really like that like this is just like straight up like telling someone what's happening this isn't like a fun spoiler this is just like literally throwing out everything I just want to ask, like, why isn't that any different from other entertainment sites leaking, like, casting info for, like, the next superhero movie or, you know, exclusives like that? In that aspect, I'm almost 100% sure that that's leaked intentionally. And most of those people are parts of, I'm not saying Hasbro's not a well-oiled machine, Mm -hmm. but... You can't really compare, like, the production of the Power Rangers TV show to, like, the production of, like, a primetime television drama or, like, a Marvel movie or anything like that. Like, those are, like, major, major studios that, like, leak stuff intentionally half the time, and they have, like, plans for this. Well, I'm thinking about, like, sites like Heroic Hollywood and that type of stuff that are just like, oh, we've got the next, like, oh, here's the big thing. And I don't think all of those are like pre-planned marketing moves by the main team. I'm not saying they are. It's just, I don't know. It's it's kind of complicated. It's just, this is not a blockbuster entertainment franchise, despite what some people might see it in their own eyes as being. It's just, sure. Power Rangers is not a blockbuster entertainment franchise. It's not like a Doctor Who. It's not like everyone is like waiting on like bated breath for like, <laughs> who the next doctor is going to be for doctor who like that's like a really that's like generations upon generations of people that's been like since the 1970s like a human tradition almost there's a lot more like longe- longevity there's just a lot more involved in that it's more of a tradition and power rangers has been around for like almost 30 years now but that doesn't mm-hmm. It's still not the same. Like, it has never, never achieved that kind of, like, notoriety. It just hasn't. I'm not trying to play it down. I mean, like, I respect the franchise. I'm I'm involved in it how I'm involved in it. I'm not trying to, like, downplay anyone's hard work. It's just not the same thing. And we know how people can be. And I just, I wouldn't want someone to put me out there like that when I'm not right. I completely agree. You you know, it's just, I I just don't think it's fair to them. I can understand that point of view. You get something like this and you get excited for this big setup of like, hey, we're going to do a big fun reveal and we're going to have a big event and it's going to be really hyped up. And that's when you're, that's what you're excited for. And then to have somebody come along and be like, oh yeah, by the way, this person's doing this just kind of offhandedly sucks the yeah. fun out of it i think yeah i mean i can't speak to the actors personally because i don't know them i don't know what they're going through but i can see how i would feel that way and i could see that maybe some of them feel that way too and this isn't, wasn't this wasn't even like speculation this isn't like thinking like rupert grin's gonna be the doctor this is like Oh no! It was full out. Like here it is. Full out. Yeah, I I see what you're saying about like yeah. It was just sort of offhand, no pomp, no circumstance, no excitement built. Just like oh, here's here's the new cast. Okay. I mean, no excitement built. Like God, people have been asking for Dino Fury cast stuff for freaking months now. I mean, I know Power Rangers isn't like you know Doctor Who or 
Superman or Justice League or Marvel, but God, within our own fandom, like freaking Dino Fury, Cast News, people, God, one of our top searches is just to our site is Dino Fury Cast, and we don't even have it on our site. I'm not even mentioning the names as we're talking about it right now because I don't want to add fuel to the fire. Like what we do on Ranger Command, we when we get something, we talk about rumors and we post press releases that we get straight from Hasbro. Right. I mean, we're not like a, we got the scoop for you. I mean, you know, I'll leave that to like the power scoop. I'll leave that to mm-hmm. other sites who kind of dig for that information. Yeah. And that's not even like the same thing. Like what mirrors doing. I've got literally like no reservations about that. Oh no, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting this on the same level of, of what Mir does. What Mir does is, is amazing. And like she's taken stuff that's already public, but people just right, aren't right. finding. No, no. And this is just like straight up, straight up telling people things that like, we're not supposed to know. And no, it's no, not I, like, it is yeah, not that. a fun hint. No, I, I get that. But I just think, so many people got up in arms for it. And like I said, the naming them directly naming their accounts. I don't agree with that. I'm totally on board with what you're saying, AP, but I remember like Ranger board whenever they would do casting threads and they would put people's like full information about people who were just auditioning, not even people who actually got the roles, but full on casting details for people that didn't even become Rangers. I mean, hell, that's how I found out about Squall in the first place was when the Ninja Steel casting thread was going on. So I don't know what my point is, but hmm. I don't agree with how it it was released in terms of like naming them right off the bat. I mean, it could just be like, like you said, like, Hey, there's a potential for two female Rangers on this team. Hmm. That's interesting because the Sentai only had one. Mm-hmm. I, I would have been more in agreement with that. Yeah. Like if that's, but I mean, I also get the Illuminati who are trying to do entertainment news and not just for power Rangers, but for all of the things like, mm-hmm. you know, like any site, like Nerdist or like the Hollywood reporter or, or anything like that. I get their side too, where at least in our small power Rangers fandom, the past few months, people have been going nuts. Dino Fury. When's Dino Fury? When are we going to get the trailer for Dino Fury? When are we going to get the casting news for Dino Fury? When are we going to get this for Dino Fury? I mean, that was all leading up to Power Rangers Day. People were like, oh, we're going to get Power Rangers Day on the casting link. What are we going to do? Blah, blah, blah. And I also agree with, yes, there are marketing plans. Mm -hmm. I'm in marketing. Like, I get it. Things take time to set up and plan and all of that stuff. It's different from, like, toy leaks because toy leaks aren't like affecting people's lives. Yeah. A toy leak is a toy leak. And yeah, it sucks for Hasbro's marketing team on the toy side because, you know, they plan press shots and, you know, press releases that we get that type of stuff. But I'm like on the fence about it. Cause I can see both sides. Like, obviously I don't want any crew or cast to be affected negatively, But on the other hand, either Hasbro needs to do a better job of like locking down the information that they don't want to get out. Cause obviously wherever these leaks came from, it came from a source. Mm -hmm. And if they're under NDA or if they're under 
you know, employment by Hasbro and they're talking to side sites. Like I get it. Everyone in the entertainment industry has connections and sources and leaks and all that stuff. But I feel like if you got, if you got a leak, if you got some kind of like whistleblower, then plug the leak Mm -hmm. (laughs) or, you know, someone's going to get in trouble and it's going to affect more than just the thing. And as a fan, just purely as a fan, I want to be surprised. Yeah. I want the feeling of, holy, this is the cast. Oh my God. And that's the feeling that we're all going to miss from power Morphicon. My God, the room in 2018, when the Beast Morphers cast was being announced, there is no substitute for that kind of energy that you feel in the room. Mm -hmm. It was electric. And, you know, I've been to three of these Power Morphicons, and every time that they've done a cast reveal, it's unforgettable moments. Like the moment where Yoshi is announcing his brother for the next season. And I mean, people were tearing up because it was emotional for him. You're feeling that energy in the room and COVID sucks. I hate this. (laughs) We all hate this. I hate this pandemic. And that's going to be bleeped. (laughs) That's the thing. It's like all these conventions are moving to virtual events. Hell, we participated in one that was for the fans. Everything is going virtual. And if anything, as a fan, I wish that this didn't get leaked because I wanted to go into PulseCon like, oh man, prehistoric announcement. We're finally going to get the Dino Fury cast. And then to be like, boom, here's your cast or here's a special video message from them. They're in New Zealand right now under quarantine, something special. And yeah. now we're going to be like, well, we've seen them. Well, that's them. Cause like realistically the same people are listening to both. Like the people who were going to watch PulseCon for this cast announcement are the same people who have already been spoiled for the right. cast announcement. It's the same target audience. Right. The the Venn diagram for that is just a pure circle. Yes. Right? <laughs> so it's like, in this case, maybe the leak should have been rethought. Right. I agree. Consider your options. Consider why you're doing this. Consider like the cause and effect and the possible repercussions and like what will actually happen. Yeah. If this wasn't a case where leaking it would have removed all like anticipation, mm-hmm. then like go ahead. If leaking it's just going to add anticipation, that's cool. But if, if you're just removing all sense of surprise and anticipation and just like, why are you doing it? Like you're just kind mm-hmm. of ruining it. Yeah, it's cool to know something, but like now there's no surprise anymore. There's no, like, you can't be like, oh, the prehistoric announcement. So excited. Now it's just like, oh, they're going to tell us what we already know. And I just cringe when I see responses to official tweets where it's like, oh, well, Hasbro, we already know this. Or, hey, Hasbro, here's the leak. Hey, Power Rangers, I'm adding you to say, yeah, look at this. Here's the leak. Like, God, what does that do? I I don't know. Fan reaction is one thing, but yeah, I can see both sides. But as a fan, personally, I would have wanted more of a surprise. But now I know. And and that's on me for clicking those things, because at the same time, I want to know, too. It's the same reason. It's the same reason. I Yeah, it's the same reason that I watched the 
Beast Morphers season two, the rest of that through the international things, because I'm tired of waiting. (laughs) I just want to see it. Of course, if you're listening to this on, on the Saturday releases, Beast Morphers is back from hiatus. Season two is continuing September 19th. It's here on Nickelodeon, but I'm still going to watch Beast Morphers season two, the rest of it here because for one it's going to be in hd on my tv Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i can watch it on philo and be like oh wow it's hd i can see all those details and it's not you know a a downloaded stream from europe or something yeah all right well that's enough of that yeah that's enough of that that's enough but i'm still hoping that we'll be surprised in some way whether it's confirmation or they switch the colors or or maybe the leaks are wrong and we'll be completely surprised we don't know again Mm -hmm. that's that's rumors it's probabilities it's potentials who knows that whole thing may have been a red herring Mm -hmm. we don't know the whole thing could be yeah just like communism oh jesus christ what (laughs) nobody watches clue everyone should see a clue oh it's a quote i'm bad at quotes I'm bad at things, Zach. <laughs> I want that on Our, a t-shirt. I'm bad I'm at things. I'm bad at things, Zach. No, 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 not the Zach part. Just the I'm bad at things. I want that. I would wear that shirt proudly. <laughs> oh, put it in our t-shirt shop. <laughs> what, why are you guys laughing so hard? Because I, I, I haven't done any of the designs we've talked about. <laughs> Oh, no, because it would be super simple. And, like, I think a lot of people would buy it. Okay. It's like those those t-shirts that just say, I miss my dog. It's like, I'm bad at things. (laughs) All right. All right, let's get into the reason why we're here. Uh, We're going to watch Wormhole. Oh, yeah, I forgot. We have at least 30 more minutes to record. Um, So we are going to do a episode commentary for Wormhole. You will find this on Power Rangers SPD on Netflix and any of the DVD sets that are out for SPD. This is episode 35 slash maybe 38, depending on if you're watching on Netflix or, or DVD. It's Wormhole. Wormhole is the 35th episode of Power Rangers SPD. It's the second crossover uh, with the team from Power Rangers Dino Thunder. This first aired in Canada on July 30th, 2005. It was later released as a special feature on the Power Rangers SPD DVD volumes 4 and 5 that originally came out. Uh, when the show was airing the real air date for like the United States, when it finally released on broadcast was after the show had ended February 2nd, 2006. So like right before mystic force came out. Yeah. And I remember this episode was just, crazy in terms of a a release kind of how they released it because placement wise you know it takes place where it takes place in episode 35 because 
wormhole takes place before Mora gets brainwashed at the end of insomnia. And, you know, it's kind of like this episode kind of takes place within another episode and, mm-hmm. and not, so not only from a story point of view, but also just how it was released. Canada aired it first in the proper order. It should have been, but it wasn't going to air here in the United States because it was a special for the DVD. And then when it finally did air here, it's way after it's like after the show had already ended. So it was just a very strange episode. And I clearly remember the fandom was just going oh, yeah. nuts about it. That's when I like kind of joined um, Ranger Board right around yeah. this time. And people are like, what is going on with this episode? Why is it in Canada? Why are we not getting it? I remember a ton of discussion on that. So, yeah, it was just, it was a weird, weird situation. But, uh, I mean, let's watch it because it's got some great moments. So, on the count of three, we're going to hit play. And I'm going to make sure I've... Mine as well. Yeah. Okay. I'm good. All right. So, again, Power Rangers SPD. This is episode 569 overall of the franchise. Episode 35 of SPD. Again, Netflix has it as the very last episode, and so we'll go on the count of three. So, one, two, three. And what more can be said than the intro for SPD? That's so cool. I love that Ron Wasserman. Yeah. It's such a good theme. It really is. And I like that, you know, this is this is like the final sequence of of openings. So, you know, you've got Omega, you've got the full team, you've got Shadow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got the power-ups, you've got swap mode in there. Yeah. Oh, so good. Oh, explosions. <laughs> I miss, Pur- purple I miss, explosions. I miss the Kalish explosions. Oh yeah, me too. I'm I'm weirdly fond for them now. That's... Oh, speaking of, uh, he he wrote this episode. Oh. And I... Jackie Martian did the first part, which was history, which we watched. Okay. And this is when Grum was getting crazy wackadoo. Yep. And now this was like really. Cause it was, it was like teased that he was like kind of going crazy, maybe talking to someone. And now this, this whole episode, like really confirmed it. Yeah. I would kill for a Grum lightning collection figure. Yeah. The detail on that would be insane. That would be amazing to have him square off with Donkey Kruger. Okay, guys, a little bit premature <laughs> yeah. on the celebration. Hello, celebration time. You said it yourself. Crumb is gone. Yes, he's gone. But I know my enemy does not. Retreat. Yeah, if he's gone, but he's still out there. Like yeah. <laughs> you didn't defeat him. Now we're getting in Star Trek uh, territory. That's what he wants us to think, sir. Then where is he going? More important question. What time is he going to? Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) (gasps) 
Reefside, hi. There he is. And this this is weird too because the first crossover was during their reunion, and then the second crossover they travel to a year before that when they're still in high school. Yeah. Also, what is that handheld console that Ethan is playing on? Because for a quick second, it looked like the turbo thingy. <laughs> It looks like a calculator or something. Yeah, something weird. Or is it? This shot was nice. Yeah, that's pretty wicked. Just the scale of it. Wait, that was just like a PlayStation controller with a screen slapped on it. Yeah. Great job, prop department. That shot's cool too. Like the the omni and the in the atmosphere. That's cool. There will be no resistance to our conquest if there is anyone left at all. The one thing that does bother me about this, though, is Connor, the actor who plays him, looks so much older than he did when they actually filmed the series, <laughs> which was only a year after. <laughs> Oh, she's actually going to do the thing that <laughs> that we barely saw in the rest of the series. Oh, yeah. I, I honestly forgot that that was a power she had. That could provide the possibility of time travel. And sense theory of relativity. Correct. Command. Good job, Bridge. I believe Grum has become frustrated with the resistance SPD is showing and has decided to take the Terra and his battle into the... Oh, the Terra, not Omni. Omni is the big eyeball thing. Yeah. Into the wormhole? Yes. But I'm sending just the three of you. I can't leave the present unprotected. Say your goodbyes. That's a good point. Yeah. Five minutes. Sir, when you say see your goodbyes, do you mean say goodbye as in see you later? I love I love Bridge so much. Bridge is so fantastic. Goodbye. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> just Doggy's expression. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, sell tricks. This is so such a cool design for the SPD shuttle. Yeah. They used it in the SWAT two-parter, but um, I'm glad they used it again for this episode. Oh, did you notice that? They did a scene transition from Dino Thunder yeah. with the foot. Yeah, that was awesome. I miss little details. No kidding. Again, because not only do they not remember, but this happened a year earlier in their timeline. Ah, time travel. I like that line. Are you guys still there? Yeah. 
It's a commentary. We got a comment. <laughs> I'm just so into this. <laughs> That's probably when we pick like episodes to watch and comment on that we like. We're just like, man, I haven't seen this episode in a while. It's so good. I'm just gonna watch it. <laughs> Let's watch it all together. <laughs> yeah. With Zeltrax and Grom are like two of my favorite villains, like in the whole like franchise. Yeah, Grum was so menacing. I also like that they uh, that they used Mora's throwaway monsters for ones that they didn't adapt from Decca Ranger. Yeah, like an actual episode that they didn't adapt. Why don't we remember any of this? One of Bridges' explanations. You know what? Um, one thing I like from a visual point of view is that they used Bridge, Z, and Jack, and it just reminds me of like a stop, like a traffic signal. <laughs> so it's secretly the Tatoba combo from Ooze in SPD. Tatoba. Go, Common Rider. <sighs> I claim this area in the name of the Trubian Empire. Not so fast, pumpkin head. <laughs> uh, fun fact, also Zeltrax's voice actor. Oh. Who was uh, Colonel Truman. That's one of my favorite bridge moments. Me too. That is, that is such a, like, me be like, man, I don't know where they are. Oh, hey, right there in front of me. Hey, she's gliding on in. <laughs> but also, I mean, this is all Sentai footage oh, right yeah. here, but it's, it's like really nice how they gave an excuse to like split the team up to handle the Trubians. Oh, hey, Chrono Sabers. I was just going to say, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a reuse prop because they yeah. reused them in Decoranger. <laughs> You're also gripping swords. Yeah. <laughs> also, that's totally not a response to just give up. Like, no, no way, you wish. Those are all valid responses, but now I'm mad is not a response to that question. Now I'm really mad. Nope. Well, now he said it again. (laughs) The only part that I'm not too fond of with this is that this is totally filler. Like, give me more of this team-up goodness. Yeah. Yeah. It, it would have been better if, and I know it doesn't work with the Sentai footage because they're burning a lot of it off in this episode, but it would have been nice if each SPD Ranger was teamed off with a Dino Thunder Ranger oh, yeah. for this smaller fight. Like they get to know each other a little bit more in the heat of battle before the big. And that, I'm sorry, that effect is just stupid. I, I hated it when it aired. I don't like glittery f- sparkles over fire. Sir, if you go back and we stay here and Grum wins, then being here will be unnecessary. 
Hi, Omega Ranger. <laughs> Sky, could you repeat that? <laughs> Oh, so Z was with them, right? But still. <laughs> oh, hi, Zeltrax. Where the hell did you come from? <laughs> All right, not JDF voice. <laughs> Reused ADR right there. Fun well, fact. right there, yeah. Okay. What are those? Serena drones. Well, let's look on the bright side. Couldn't get any worse. Thanks for jinxing it, Z. Yeah. Guys, I think it just got worse. Oh my just never say that. Never say that. Yeah, like, you never say, at least it can't get any worse. It can always get worse. Say? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, say? Better late than never. <laughs> also reused it. <laughs> yep. Time to go to work. <laughs> Most generic lines ever. <laughs> yeah, a nice touch. We just added more. <laughs> yeah. I love the SPD morph. One of the best. So good. Not bad. Check this out. Ready. Ready. Dino Thunder. Power. Power. I like how it's kind of just implied that the Dino Ranger's like, yeah, we can backflip too. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate how Trent did the wrong How what? Trent did the wrong Oh, right. Sorry, your mic was going out again. Okay, did anyone notice in the background, what's with that weird spirally tree thing that looked like a staircase? Did you guys notice that? No, I must have. Oh, there? Uh, There's a couple points. Oh, that, that, was, that was Jeffrey Preza. But those two suits fighting with each other look so great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, here we go. This is it. Oh. It's That's a good effect with the crowd shot, though. My favorite doggy line. Reuse that clip. Although no one gets inside of our circle, but then this circle's broken up in like ten seconds. 
<laughs> that was cool. Mm-hmm. I always love when they do like slow downs for the action to imply power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, like the, like, that right there. <laughs> Can I just get that monster's robe? I would just wear it around the house. <laughs> With the, the flame details oh, on yeah, it? Oh yeah, of course. And the huge oh, shoulder yeah. pads. <laughs> oh, that was such a great kick. I'm not a clown, I'm a space wizard. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look, black helmet lines. (laughs) (laughs) Go, White Ranger, go. (laughs) Just, man, Omega Ranger's color scheme is so good. Although it would have been funny if he also used his super speed time slowdown mode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this monster is ridiculous. Yeah, it is. That yeah, that's another thing I don't like. Like, they intentionally jump back. Like, you don't just keep saying, whoa! Oh, that's so cool! Yeah, favorite shot. That'd make for a really good high-def wallpaper. If it was in high-def. That'd be nice. Yeah, right? I don't know why they ADR'd the Kiaz. There's literally a whole library of JDF sounds from Dino Thunder. I like that you combine JDF with Kia to make JDR. <laughs> JDR! <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. That was great teamwork. This is no longer my battle, but I will see you again, Black Ranger. I... I don't think you will. <laughs> oh, yes. Battle Fong. <laughs> Never forget. Because <laughs> it's literally in your face. <laughs> The battle fog. <laughs> See that spiral thing? Yeah. What the hell is that? I don't know, it's like some weird park fixture, I guess. Whatever park they're from. Yeah. Oh, that slow mo again. Slow mo wire work. So good. You don't see that a lot now. <laughs> Boom! Just... You're dead. (laughs) (gasps) 
okay, the Netflix subtitles are bad. There's like a word that doesn't even exist in the subtitles. It was like pannier. It's like, what does that mean? And I miss battleizers. Oh, your horn chip. <laughs> never. We never. Yeah, the PR has a good track record of terrible New Zealand children accents. <laughs> Although I didn't mind it with Mora because she's supposed to be alien. I'm not saying that New Zealand is aliens, but. <laughs> but I'm not not saying that. Casually summon the robot dog. <laughs> yep. yep. From the shuttle. <laughs> oh, so good. Boom, boom, boom. boom. Nice touch with the roll call after they beat the villains. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, that they're, was they're having a gender reveal party. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's going to be it. That's going to be an RCPH preview uh, <laughs> quote. guys this has been something i'll always remember unfortunately we can't let you do that you're gonna erase our memories aren't you yeah but not dr o because he's not here yeah he has to remember everything from every team ever how else is it gonna go in his file right exactly (laughs) school's over go home although there's no reason for them to erase their memories too and they're still going to have a lingering memory of a big talking blue dog. And the SPD Rangers. Yeah. Uh, Commander? Excuse me, I don't mean to sound confused. But where are we? We're on a mission, Jack. Now get in the shuttle and buckle up. We have preset coordinates to take us home. Sounds good. <laughs> Sid's face, like, what am I doing here? (laughs) (laughs) And I don't think Omega got zapped. I think I'd better. Yes, I have failed. I have underestimated the enemy. It will not happen again. That is not necessary. I can do this. Yeah, Grum is so cool. Yeah. Like the lighting on the helmet just it's so creepy. I know. Oh. Alright, so what did what did we think? It was great. Yeah. I, I, I loved it just as much as I did back when I first watched it. Yeah. <laughs> What's interesting is how unique this team up is for SPD and Dino Thunder, because 
you have two episodes that aren't like a named like part one and part two. They're just two episodes and they, they reference each other, but they also did different things. Like you get the big team up morph in history and then, but you get a bigger fight sequence in Wormhole. And I just like how they bounced around those different aspects of both team-ups. Like, yeah. here you fully get the two teams. You get the Black Ranger, you get Omega Ranger. Wherein the last one, you know, you got that full morphing sequence. Mm-hmm. It complements the other one very well, like you said. I really like what they did with the story, and I think that's what makes SPD a little bit more unique, was because of the different ways that they told the story. So instead of like a typical team up part one, part two, they worked it into the story in between episodes. And they still not only reference the previous team up, but they also continue the story forward where you see Grum continue to argue with, you know, this unknown at the time, this unknown force, which, well, when it aired officially in the, in the U S we, we knew he was talking to, but you can still see where it's meant to go in the story where it's supposed to be slotted. Yeah. It was enjoyable. I liked it. It it really is. It's it's probably one of my, like, I might've said this already, but it's probably one of my all time favorite episodes in like all of the franchise. Really? It's not, it's not perfect. But it's sure. so it's so much fun and it has so many like good aspects that mm-hmm. I'm willing to like forgive the imperfections. Okay. And I just rem- I remember being so psyched for it when I first found out it was a thing yeah. too. That's just like the mm-hmm. fond the fond memory of that. Like way mm-hmm. back when, like on Ranger Board, trying to find a copy of it so I could watch it because it was in Canada and like <laughs> you know, it's just like just the whole like thrill of that because that was when I was like first to getting into the fandom and right. It's just it's got a good place in my memory, so I, I really no, like that's, it. That's that's nice. That's nice. And gosh, I remember like some of the behind the scenes pictures. There's there's this one picture and I have it saved somewhere. Remember, it was like both casts like hanging out in front of the shuttle set and they were like looking at the camera. It was like a group shot with the human actors. Yeah. And God, yeah, there was just so much buzz around this episode. And I think one of the reasons why it went over so well was because, you know, you had the section of fans that bought those DVDs and had already seen it, but couldn't really talk about it or because not everyone had seen it. And then just the whole buzz when it first came out in Canada and people were like, wait, what is going on with this? Yeah. And then when it finally premiered for pretty much everyone, it was like it got a second or third round of buzz with it. Yeah. All right. I think that about does it. Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. If you have questions, you can email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com or check us out at rangercommand.com. We're on Twitter at rangercommandph and rangercommandpowerhour, all one word, on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash rangercommandph if you want to support us. Huge thanks to Hassan for becoming a $5 patron, and he's been added to the list, as you heard in the ad read. And if you 
are not able to support us through Patreon, one of the easier things that you can do, which will help us out a lot, is review us. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, review us on Apple Podcasts. We also have a link on our homepage. If you don't listen through Apple Podcasts, you can just review the podcast in general on Podchaser. Again, that just uh, helps us out. It helps people discover us and spread the word. So if you like Ranger Command, if you like listening to us, if we're you know, a staple for your every other, almost every Saturday Power Rangers listening, then take a minute or two, send us your comments. Take our listener survey. Yeah, no, no one's touched that in like a year. But, but you can still uh, do it. <laughs> but you can still do it. Yes, that's that's a point. It's open. Uh, there are multiple ways to contact us on our site through the contact us page. But yes, AP is right. We do have a listener survey and those get to us quicker than an Apple podcast review because uh, there was actually a review from Derek, Derek B. Gale, and he reviewed us on Apple podcasts in April and I didn't see it till June. So <laughs> if you want to send us more direct feedback, uh, you can always tweet at us, Facebook comment, send us a message. But really, if you want to do a, a, a nice review of the show, let us know through our listener survey. I don't promote that enough, I don't think. But again, we love to hear your feedback. This show only happens because of our wonderful listeners. So yeah. we just want to thank you and give you the opportunity to voice your opinions as well. So yeah. All right. Well, I think that'll about do it for us. So Ranger Nation, keep on listening and uh, we'll see you next episode. Yeah. All right. All right. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. <laughs> <laughs> Six years of doing this, we still end awkwardly. Yep. You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour only on the Four Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphin Grid at www. Dot rangercommand.com follow us on twitter at rangercommandph like us on facebook and instagram at rangercommandpowerhour ranger command is also on patreon become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks by pledging you are helping us make our show even better go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more Thanks for listening.